my dear brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, today we are in the third Sunday of the Advent. Today's readings invites us to rejoice at the rebirth of Jesus in our lives as we are preparing for our annual celebration of Christmas. And today is also called Gaudete Sunday, which means rejoice. And today's Mass begins with the opening antiphon, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. So, to express our joy in the coming of Jesus as our Savior into our hearts and lives, we light the rose candle, we call it pink sometimes, yeah? in the Advent wreath, and the priest wears a rose vestment, the pink vestment, to show that we rejoice and we are waiting to celebrate the birth of Jesus in a wonderful manner. As it is a joyful Sunday, rejoicing Sunday, I was trying to look up for a nice joke, but I didn't find any, I'm sorry. <laughs> My dear brothers and sisters, waiting for something and someone always brings surprise, joy, excitement, and even worries at times. For example, a mother waiting eagerly for a new baby, parents waiting for their children to come home from abroad, youth waiting for a job and promotion, and children waiting for their exams and then holidays, and the farmers waiting for the rain and the due time of the harvest and etc. And even we have to wait at the restaurant for the food to eat. So while so we all of us wait in hope to experience joy and peace. Something similar we find in the readings of the day today. The prophet Isaiah, in the first reading, encourages the exiled Jewish people in Babylon to rejoice because the God is going to liberate them from the slavery and lead them safely to their homeland. And in the second reading, James, the apostle, encourages the early Christians to rejoice and wait with patience for the imminent second coming of Jesus. And in the gospel, the waited Messiah has come so that we can see the glory of the Lord and his majesty. Therefore, let us rejoice with, let us rejoice with joy and singing. For the glory of God is manifested in and through the person of Jesus Christ. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead raised, and the poor obtain good news. So there is a mixture of joy as well as confusion. There prevails joy because Messiah has come and the confusion in the minds of the Jewish people because that the expectation of the Messiah is different from the arrived Messiah. What sort of expectation of Messiah did Jewish people have had? The Jewish people expected a kingly and political Messiah. He will be like a king, and he will be riding on the horses, and will be a great warrior, and who will throw down the Roman Empire and give them freedom. Therefore, 
They expected a glorious Messiah. But Jesus presents an alternative kingdom that is spiritual and not worldly. Jesus, in the Gospel today, directly tells John that he is the Messiah by reminding him of the words of Prophet Isaiah, chapter 61, verses 1 and 2, which contains manifesto of the Messiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release the prisoners and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And Jesus, the Messiah, really does the work of Messiah, but not in the way proposed or disposed according to the human standards, but planned and willed by God. In today's liturgy of the word, we see the joy of the people because the Messiah has come. And the Messiah gives joy to all those who worked and prepared for his coming and for his kingdom. In the second part of the gospel today, Jesus praises John the Baptist as the greatest in the kingdom of God. It is because he prepared the way of the Lord by calling people to repentance. He affirms, reaffirms that John the Baptist as the greatest prophet to people who went to him for baptism of repentance. As he is the greatest prophet because he not only spoke about the eschatological events to come, the end times, but also played a role, precursor of Jesus. He did it in order to bring people to repentance so that they may experience, they may receive the salvation of God and the joy of Christ. Today, every one of us likes to be joyful. There is no doubt about it. Many a times, we fail to remember that it is in giving that we receive in manifold. We are called to give joy and make others happy who are around us so that we will experience the joy of Christ and thus share the joy of Christ to all. John the Baptist brought joy to the world by preparing the people, by preparing the way for the Messiah and proclaimed the repentance to the people. The nativity of Jesus brings joy and happiness to all of us. And Jesus sets the ultimate priority in his life to give joy to whomsoever he meets by way of miracles, healing the sick and possessed, interacting with the ordinary people, eating and welcoming the sinners, and more than these, he became like us in all things except sin. And today, we need to ask ourselves, what are the effects or efforts that we are going to, give, going to make in the season of Advent? Are we ready to bring joy to other people in a way of being charitable, almsgiving, fasting and penance? Can we be a source of true joy to others and be a consolation like Jesus Christ? This is what we need to reflect on this Sunday, a rejoicing Sunday. 
I'm sure we all can give that joy, for we all emanate from the very source of divine, the God himself. Let us give joy to others, whomever we meet in our lives. First of all, let us bring joy to our own parents and elders with whom we live by spending few hours with them and by visiting the sick and suffering and being hospitable to others and also being obedient to our parents and many other ways we can bring joy in the life of others. My dear brothers and sisters, as we are so close to celebrate the Christmas celebration, let, let us get ready, not just by decorating ourselves and being joyful, but internal joy, which brings greater happiness. And that's what the church has specially set these readings, that we may rejoice at the coming of our Savior. And that's how we can prepare well to celebrate Christmas in a meaningful way. Therefore, let us ask the Lord to give us the grace and strength that we may prepare well to welcome baby Jesus in our lives, in our hearts, joyfully and happily. Amen.